WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Hi, it's James Martell here, and welcome to edition number 344 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we're dedicated to sharing with you what's working today in affiliate marketing to help you make more money, take back control of your own time, and to break free of the proverbial rat race. If you're joining us live here today on Webmaster Radio, it's great to have you with us. And if you are joining us through a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or Wi-Fi radio, a very special welcome to you as well. And yes, I do have the infamous always seemingly to be missing uh, wife of mine uh, on the buzz here and uh, Arlene uh, great to have you uh, back and uh, yes we have lots to talk about today yes we do thanks for having me James no well I don't you don't need to thank you uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you do have a name in the intro of the show so uh, Mm -hmm. we have to get uh, make sure you uh, join us uh, once in a while. So I do know we have uh, some cool things to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, breakations, uh, a favorite topic of mine, and something that Arlene and I just recently did uh, this past weekend that involved uh, Rambo. So that'll be fun. Uh, we're going to talk about the Internet Masterminds Meetup in Vancouver that uh, I attended, or we attended, and I spoke at, uh, thanks to uh, Mr. Matt Astefan. So we'll talk about that, and I spoke on the topic of podcasting, so we'll cover off a little bit of that. And then I want to talk about a newly refreshed format for the Affiliate Buzz and something that uh, listeners uh, have obviously uh, started to notice because we've got uh, quite a number of emails on the changes and uh, mostly positive, a couple that are a little bit, uh, you know, maybe they're thinking we're going possibly a little too long. So we'll see We'll see how that uh, unfolds over the uh, the coming weeks and months. Uh, but Arlene, of course, we uh, last week we had, a, I don't know if we call it a week from hell, but we had a week last week that <laughs> everything we touched uh, seemed to, uh, you know, we had technical problems. We had a couple of writers that I think lost their minds. Uh, so we actually just decided to uh, to bail on it. I think it was probably me in frustration that says, let's get out of here this weekend. Let's get away from the business. I didn't even care if we brought the laptops with us. I was so fed up with all the little monkey business and little problems and just stupid stuff that was happening that it was just it was time to get away so you in your usual fashion got on the computer and because it was short notice we weren't going to be heading off too far so we wanted it to be within driving distance without being too much of a drive and you uh you actually carved out a very nice weekend for us very quickly yeah yeah well that's just it like we did have this crazy week you know sometimes it just turns out like that sometimes you have great weeks and everything flows and sometimes it seems like every thing, every email you open, there's another problem. So it just seemed like it was one of those weeks that we just had so much on our plate and and uh, just little problems with with so many things. It was just it was frustrating, and I could tell the stress level was going up, and it was definitely time for a vacation for us. <laughs> 
So that's what you did. Uh, of course, breakations, uh, to those who may be new to that term, it's something Arlene and I have been talking about and uh, doing for a long, long time. And it's really all about working hard because we do work hard, as I do know you probably do as well to the listeners. Uh, but it's also about taking some time away and getting completely away from the business and relaxing and, you know, kind of rewarding yourself for a job well done. Although in this particular case, it was more like, let's just get away from this. I don't want to do this anymore this week. Yeah. And we did uh, take our laptop, but I don't think we opened it once. I don't think is, I even looked no. at it at all. No, we, we packed it with us, but we didn't, I didn't open it at all. But no. I think the most I did for work was post some photos through my phone that mm-hmm. I had taken while we were, we were while we were out. So let's let's kind of talk about what we did because I do know you know everybody has these types of weeks, and everybody even if you're not having a bad week, maybe you're just working too hard and you get to a point where you're not being overly efficient and you're kind of find you find yourself spinning your wheels or just you know you really know you're not getting a lot done even though you're spending hours in front of the machine. So in, in your case, uh, you decided to get us uh, up the valley. Uh, first off, we started in Hope, BC, and Hope is a, is a great little area, about 90 minutes out of Vancouver, up at the end of uh, the Fraser Valley, and right actually the beginning, it's called Gateway to Holiday Land, because there's so many beautiful lakes and things to do in the interior of British Columbia, and that's the way, the only way to get through to them is through Hope, and actually when you get to Hope, there's basically a fork in the road, and you can pick one of two ways, but all roads lead through through Hope, so it's a place that I've spent many, many weekends over the years, and you and I and uh, our, our friends uh, back when we were teens and early 20s, there was a cabin up there that we actually went and hunted down yeah so that was fun because we um so just fresh out of high school a bunch of us used to go up there we had a friend had a cabin and he had uh it was like the main house and then downstairs there was a ton of bunk beds and it was it was the perfect location for us to get away for a weekend and just go up there and have some fun and there's a beautiful lake close by and uh it's just a beautiful area little homes around the lake and so we, we went digging around to see if we could find the cabin, and we found it. didn't look like the cabin that we knew 30-something years ago, but the guy that actually owned the house had done renovations on it and added to it, and he was out in the yard. So that was cool. So we actually pulled up, and uh, he's probably wondering who the heck we were, but we said, hey, we used to come here when we were, you know, teenagers, and uh, we had a lot of fun at your place. And he was just the greatest guy, wasn't he? Just so funny. Oh, yeah, he was awesome. And, <laughs> you know, you could kind of tell it was the place. And we thought maybe, yeah, this I think this is the cabin. But we weren't 100% sure. And then he told us about all the bunk beds that yeah. were originally uh, in the basement. Because yeah. I guess it was owned by a church. And it was a bit of, bit of a, a resort or, a, you know, kind of a getaway. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it was the place. So that was uh, that was fun. And then the lake right next to it is called Cockawa Lake, and it's just an absolutely gorgeous little lake that uh, you know we had a lot of fun in. And we explored all around there, and it was uh, it was fun. And then then there's of course the Rambo connection. Yeah. And of course Rambo was Sylvester Stallone, and we had a pretty good. Uh, uh, opportunity back when they filmed that and Rambo's turned into a bit of a cult classic it's hilarious if you go on yeah. YouTube people yeah. actually fly in from all over the world to go visit the uh, the locations where where Rambo was filmed and I, I actually remember one evening 
uh, late. It was dark. It was snowing in Hope. Uh, and we came in on the, or I came in on the Greyhound bus. And I got out and I walked out into the streets of Hope. And it's just a beautiful little town, really tucked in the mountains, uh, surrounded by mountains. And the town's all decorated in U.S billboards and there's a there's a gun shop there that's all lit up and it's like what the what's going on here and there's a nice light snow falling on everything and mm-hmm. trying to figure out what this is and it turns out they're filming a movie and the movie yeah. there's the big cop station across the street and it turns out it happened i don't even know if i knew it at the time but that was rambo they were filming the first uh, installment of uh, of uh, rambo and of course it's gone on to become a, a very famous movie but also over in the um up the valley a little bit, probably 10, 15 minutes out of Hope, there is uh, the Kettle Valley Railway. And the Kettle Valley Railway actually goes from Hope into the interior of BC. And they built it in the late 1800s. And eventually they had to shut her down because they just could not keep up with the snow. There was just too much snow to run a railway through there, if you can believe it. And But they had the, there's, there's these most amazing tunnels that they've carved out of these mountains. And they kind of... The mountains wind through the mountains winds this really deep, fast flowing gorge of water. So imagine going into a tunnel, coming out the other side into a gorge. So there's a bridge now, and then into another tunnel across the bridge. So there's seven of them in a row. And if you, for those Rambo fans, if you remember when he was in the in the river, that's the river by the tunnels. And if you remember when he jumped off that huge cliff and landed in the tree and broke his ribs and cut himself, that's you know that's the quintet tunnels in hope so all kinds of rambo uh you know sets and things around hope if you know where to go find them and you actually when we went hiking around you actually discovered the uh the uh, you know the the beginning i guess the foundation of the first bridge heading into the uh, kettle valley railway yeah so it was cool because we actually had adam with us who's the hugest train fan on the planet and just to know that all these trains came through there and um, we, we were actually able to find a lot of the old train beds. So you could actually, they, some of them had been turned into paths and some of them were roads, but you could actually see that the train used to go through there. And we actually followed it down along and then we found old pieces of old bridges and it was cool. So we're in the middle of these, you know, little forest areas and we're finding pieces of these train bridges from, from long ago and uh, just following the paths. It was very, very nice. Yeah, it was sure a nice breakation from uh, the week that we'd had before. And it's amazing. You just drive an hour and a half. And I would think, you know, everybody that's joining us here today or listening to us as a podcast is probably, if you think around your own area, within, a, a, you know, a reasonable drive, I'll bet you there's some great places that uh, – you too can take a vacation, and in this particular case, once we were done with Hope, then we headed up to uh, not too far out of town into a place uh, just before a place called Yale. And your mother and I—I'd never been up there. It's actually embarrassing to say. And you've talked about it for years. And she's got this beautiful camp spot that she owns, nestled up in these beautiful forests. Yeah. And uh, there we went. So that is a very nice place. Yeah, it was great. So everyone, like, this is like a, a little little area that everyone owns their own little lot. And my mom has a little trailer on there. And everyone has like a fifth wheel or something that they put on their lot. And it's open about six or seven months out of the year. And it's beside a beautiful river. And so my mom goes up there whenever she gets a break. And we were taking Adam up to spend a week with her. So we just, you know, went there and relaxed for a bit, hung out at the campground. And then after that, we headed for 
the main resort that we had booked, which is the Harrison Hot Springs Resort. Yeah, that's a beautiful, beautiful resort, and we've been up there many, many times over the years, and always love going up. And you got us checked into uh, into the hotel there, and it's called the Harrison Hot Springs Resort because it's right on a on a, on a big natural hot springs, and they've got these beautiful pools around the hotel that you can uh, you know get into, and it's about 105 degrees. But when it comes out of the wall, out of the ground, it's actually at 140 degrees. So they yeah. actually have to cool it down yeah. because it's just too hot. But those are sure nice to uh, relax in there. And then you pulled. This is this is this is always fun because you you seem to manage to be able to book a hotel room. And this is a great little tip for any of you who are heading off to a conference or you're heading out for a trip, a vacation of some sort that involves a hotel, and. As usual, uh, the hotel, you know, they, they try to put you in quite not the best room. But uh, talk about uh, what you did there because you got us upgraded very nicely mm-hmm. from what seemed like the basement into uh, a yeah. great. Well, cause, because it's, uh, this hotel had actually been built in like 1925. So over the years, they've expanded it and built onto it. They've got the main hotel, then they added the west tower, then they added the west wing, then they got the east wing. So it's got all these different areas and, and each um, kind of area is kind of priced differently. So we said that we're not going for the, the old part of the hotel. We want a nice room. So I actually booked a nice room, but then when we checked into the room and it was in the West Wing, um, so this is a wing that's only like a couple of, of stories high, but we were, ended up being in the, in the, the lower level, um, which would have been okay if we were overlooking a garden or something, but when we got to the room, we were, there was like a cement wall with vines all over it. And that was like, that's our view? I don't think so. <laughs> so, I mean, the room was beautiful, but it was like, no, I am not going to come here to relax. Go out on my balcony and look at a brick wall with vines on it. It's not happening. <laughs> so I uh, went back to the front desk and said, you know, I really like the, you know, the cleanliness of the room, blah, 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 but it's, I need a view. I, I need to, we are here to relax. And so right away she went into, well, we're really busy this weekend for the long weekend, and you can upgrade if you want to. It's going to be an extra $60. And I said, no, I'm not paying an extra $60 to upgrade. I said, I've already paid a premium price for this room, and I want, you know, a nice room. And so after a lot of, uh, you know, checking her computer, she ended up giving us a room. And we did, we did pay a $20 upgrade, which I was totally happy to pay, but we ended up on the top, the sixth floor of the of the tower overlooking the Harrison Lake and the room was spectacular it was beautiful it was nice um, big comfortable big king bed nice balcony beautiful bathroom so we definitely got a, a major upgrade for the twenty dollars and you you've done this you've done this so many times I think I think the best deal that you've ever done and Arlene's a wheeler dealer all these shows you see on TV where they're bartering that's Arlene. That's yeah, not me. I, I don't even get out of the car. She goes to a garage sale. I don't even get out of the car. It's too embarrassing for me. Because she's, <laughs> she, I'm sure she'd take, you know, they're asking a dollar for something that's clearly worth 15 and she'll offer them 50 cents. And it's just not something I can do. <laughs> I just give them the buck. It's like, no, no, no. You start negotiating, I leave. <laughs> so it's just that's not funny. my style at all. Thank you very much. Yeah. But uh, you do a good job of it. And I still think the best one that I've seen you do and and this is a great tip for and, and this is a, such a great tip for getting upgrades that 
it's amazing how often it works. It doesn't work 100% of the time, no. and it's never embarrassing, And but some people are chicken to do it, probably me being one of them, so I always send you up to the front desk. But <laughs> you, I think it was the Paris Hotel Paris in Hotel. Vegas. In you, Vegas. Booked, you booked it online for 99 bucks. Yeah. As an internet special, and then you got there, and then tell them how you had us upgraded into a six hundred dollar a night suite. Yeah. So basically, you just and this works really well in Vegas. You just you take like a twenty dollar bill and you put it fold it up and put it with your credit card, and when you pass it to them, you say, "Do you have any upgrades?" And it's like, and she just Ups. went, and she goes, "Oh, yeah," and she went into her computer. And I didn't know what she was doing. And then she gave me the keys. We went up and we got this sweet $600 a night suite. That was unbelievable. It was two rooms. It was massive. And it was really over the top for that simple upgrade. Yeah, and you've done that so many times. And it's, uh, I guess we just, I personally don't think to tip the person across the counter like that. Mm-hmm. And clearly, it's you're not the first person to do it. And you've you've done it so many times where all of a sudden you get upgraded. And sometimes, you know, some hotels, all the rooms are basically the same. Yeah. But you negotiate a better view. Yeah. Maybe closer to the elevator. That's if right. you want to get higher up in the, you know, higher, if it's a high rise, you want to get higher up for a better, you know, even a better view. Uh, it's amazing what they can do, isn't it? If you just, you know, you treat them well, give them a little tip, and, yep. uh, you know, they've got the computer in front of them and they can That's make right. magic happen. And you've done it so many times. So I encourage everybody who's listening next time you check into a hotel, give it a try. You got nothing yeah. to lose. Don't be afraid and- to ask. And then I, I remember doing it once, so I, I actually do uh, use that little strategy of yours now. And I remember not too long ago when we were in Vegas uh, and Phil was with us, I walked up, handed him 20 bucks, and said, you got any upgrades? And this was at the Mirage. And he said, oh, yep, yeah, sure, let me do this. And Mirage is one of these hotels where all the rooms are basically the same. Mm-hmm. And we were out looking out over the back. You couldn't, you know, you, we couldn't see the strip at all from the, the rooms they were going to put us into. And he says, okay, sure. And I'll, he upgraded us right to the top floor and give us the perfect view of the uh, the strip. And then, so I had the room to myself and then Phil came up to, behind me when I was done checking in. And I said, can you do the same for him? And he says, sure. And Phil handed him 20 bucks and he had the room right next to me also uh, overlooking the strip. So it's at $20. Yeah, and the guy pocketed his quick 40 bucks and he was happy. Didn't No skin off his back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a couple of happy customers uh to dig in and uh yeah it's uh it's 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 really a great little strategy so needless to say we had a great weekend away we explored harrison uh we came back refreshed yeah uh, we had to head out quickly on the monday though because uh i was doing a talk that evening uh, in vancouver at the internet masterminds meetup which uh, i think let's do this i could see we are up against the break when we get back uh, let's shift gears a little bit arlene let's talk about the the internet masterminds meetup and how uh how listeners can also take advantage of meetups in their own area to get uh out of the uh away from the computer from time to time get this see some people in 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 the flesh face to face which i uh, don't get to do enough of in this business and then uh, we can also talk about uh, podcasting and what we covered during uh, during the talk we'll do all that and more right after the break hey buzz listeners as a business owner you labor for the love of it and you don't always have time to worry about your website with godaddy managed wordpress you don't have to simply create your wordpress site or migrate an existing site 
GoDaddy will handle the hosting, setup, backups, and security, and keep your site running at blazing speed so you can share your passion with your customers. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code PRESS10 to get managed WordPress for a dollar a month plus a free domain. Some limitations apply, so see the website for details. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. While some affiliate networks can give you offers, Affiliate Offers Network gives you offers that pay big. Why do affiliates work with Affiliate Offers Network? How about because they work with powerhouse CPAs like Affiliate.com? How about that affiliates get paid every Monday to kick off their work week? Plus, learn how their green bucket system can turn your email, display ad, social, video, or mobile impression into profitable income. Get connected today with Affiliate Offers Network. Call 312-560-0175 or visit AffiliateOffersNetwork.com. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at Bubble Fast. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Want to learn what it takes to drive truckloads of targeted traffic, convert the highest percentage of leads, and make the most money? Traffic leads money. On demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Yes, I'm here with Arlene, and we're talking about vacations. Although, let's, uh, as we said, Arlene, let's do shift gears here and talk about the meetup. And I, I like to talk about meetups from the pers- couple of perspectives. One, of course, what we talked about 
um, in Vancouver about podcasting, a great topic, something I always love to talk about. But let's talk about meetups from the point of view as also uh, or the perspective of, of a great place to learn. Mm-hmm. And I do know in a lot of cities, there's meetups uh, literally all over the world. Vancouver uh, is no different. It has some great internet marketing meetups and the internet mastermind meetup is uh, the largest, uh, they claim it's the largest one in the world with 3,600 uh, members, uh, Signed up for it. I do know there's another one in the internet marketing space that uh, is very similar in size as well. But these are great venues to get out, get away from the computer, and spend an hour or two with like-minded individuals to take in presentations. Uh, I know in Matt's particular case with uh, Internet Masterminds, uh, he he does a meetup every Monday night. In fact, I'd love to get him on the buzz. Uh, I, I put a call out to him yesterday just to talk about uh, meetups from the perspective of, of developing a revenue stream because he has done exactly that with his particular meetup, and he hosts uh, a meetup. Every Monday, with the exception of the summer, they're now shut down till September, and that's no small undertaking to book in a, a speaker every single Monday to uh, come in and talk to the group. And his, you know, his meetups typically have around a hundred people yeah. that show up to to see it, and he gets everybody from John Chow to uh, just all kinds of people that come in and talk uh, on just a huge variety of subjects. So I'd encourage everybody to, to head over to meetup.com and do a search for affiliate marketing or internet marketing or both and see what you've got available in your town. And I know that uh, I'll be speaking at the other meetup coming up uh, shortly. And I also got invited to speak at another meetup uh, in the Vancouver area next week on the topic of uh, podcasting, uh, specifically uh, to a podcasting meetup group. So that'll be fun. But uh, as I, uh, you know, we, we spend so much time behind these computers that I always love getting off to the conferences so I can talk to people face to face. And in the Vancouver area, we're starting to do that with a lot of these meetups as well. So it's a great place to find business, drive business, and to learn all at the uh, the same time. And, of course, you came downtown with us. Mm-hmm. That was great. You know, and I just love the variety of people that you meet there. There were so many different, um, you know, t- types of be- people, types of businesses, and and uh, but they're all kind of Internet-related and... Um, they have a lot of information to share with each other, and you get you get to meet some good contacts there. We got some we got some really great contacts there. Yeah, absolutely, and you can see, uh, uh, as you said, there there's such a variety. They're all looking to monetize their websites somehow. Uh, whether there be a lawyer or there was a software architect there, there were others that have developed information products, there was affiliate marketers there. So it's a pretty wide swath of just about everybody mm-hmm. that's looking to capitalize on this Internet era that we live in and to carve out a, a better life where they've got more time uh, you know, to themselves where they're not always working for somebody else or even yeah. in their own business trying to simplify the business so it's not all-consuming yeah. and, to, of course, increase their income so they can do more trips and travel. And, uh, you know, it's great to – and it's really great to hang out with those types of people because – that's, of course, that was, you know, some of our original goals when we got started was if I could just, I remember, I remember, if I could just make $100 a day, yeah. I was thinking, if I could just make 100 bucks a day, I could, I could close this other business of mine down and then I could take it from there. 
And a lot of people in the room are in that particular boat right now, just getting started, where, where there was others. Uh, uh, Ricky Shelty, for example, uh, I think his daddyblogger.com, doing amazingly well. And so many others as well, including Matt Asafan and a lot of the uh, a lot of other attendees that uh, were there. So it was a mix of everybody from those who were just getting started, trying to find their way to uh, seasoned professionals who'd been around for years, uh, you know, building successful businesses. I, so I, I love it. Yeah, and everybody's goals are kind of different too, right? So we, we went around the room and introduced ourselves, and I I had just introduced myself and said, you know, you and I had been able to build our online business completely from home and raise our four kids completely from our home office. And the one guy came up to me and said, I want that. That's what I want. You know, so it's different, different goals for different people. What are they looking for? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's, uh, let's uh, kind of shift uh, gears again and talk about uh, the talk because mm-hmm. it's so interesting to me. Of course, we've been podcasting now. I figured it out for 11 years and two weeks. So if we look back to when the first episode of the Affiliate Buzz actually went live on jamesmortel.com, and if I go back there, uh, I think it was June the 13th, 2003. So it's now July the 3rd, 2014, hard to believe. And yep, in Affiliate Buzz number one, be inspired in the affiliate industry by learning to diversify your sites and build quality link partners way back then. Wow. Yeah. So here it is. Yeah, June the 13th, 2003. So that's edition number one. And it's funny. I've got all my social media sharing buttons on this page. And it's got zero Facebook likes, zero Google Pluses, zero tweets, nothing on on. LinkedIn and no pin it. And if you think back to 2003, there was no Facebook, there was no Google Plus, there was no Twitter. I don't think there was LinkedIn, and there definitely was no Pinterest. So wow. it's not surprising to see zeros straight across the board there because it just didn't exist. And I actually had a chance to go in and listen to this uh, episode, and pretty pretty interesting. Uh, I got to hand it to Charles, who uh, you know helped uh, come up with the idea for the buzz. He talked about uh, uh, he w- he was doing the interview of of me at the time, and he interviewed me every first and fifteenth of the month for seven years, and we never miss an episode, and we never had an episode go late. So that was quite an accomplishment uh, to pull that off. But I feel for him listening to him interview me because he'd ask me, "So how's your week?" And I said, "Oh, it's been good." I hear you going on. A, I hear you going on. You know, away for the weekend. Yeah, Arlene, I'll be heading out on Friday. <laughs> no details. No nothing. No. And then, I, then I look at uh, affiliate buzz number two, and it's called. Uh, Aloha from Hawaii, sorry, Aloha from Maui, how to understand keywords to free your time and grow your income. Oh, it does have a Facebook like, that's interesting. And then I take a little peek at it, it's got a little description here for it. And again, I had to listen to it, and uh, we're in Maui, and it's being recorded. And we had a chance to share this story during the meetup because, uh, of course, the Affiliate Buzz is the first and longest-running podcast in the affiliate marketing industry by about five years over anybody else. And if you think back to 2003, there was no podcast. Uh, that, that term didn't even exist. That wasn't coined until... Uh, I think it was late 2004, so we called it an audio newsletter. It was Affiliate Buzz Audio Newsletter, 
and it was 30 minutes in length, and it came out on the 1st and the 15th of each month, and, uh, you know, I always enjoyed doing it uh, back then, as I still do to this day, getting on uh, getting on, and uh, doing the buzz. So, But it was interesting to kind of think back to those days as well. Other things, uh, we talk about no Facebook, no Google+, no Twitter, no LinkedIn, no Pinterest, but also there was no MP3s. So back in the early days, we had to create WAV files and different file formats for people so they could, if they were happened to be on a Mac, they could listen to it through their Mac. If they happened to be on a Windows machine, they could listen to it through that. A lot of people were still on dial-up, so they had a 28.8K connection or a 56.6K connection, so very slow. So we had to give them a, a low-bound version that they could play. Uh, and then also we had a high band or higher resolution, I guess, uh, higher, I don't even know what you would call it, uh, for those that had the high-speed connections. And then we'd also have a downloadable version. So it was very, it was complicated and setting up streaming audio, it was, it was a tough thing to do. Even recording over the phone back then was very difficult. You couldn't do it through Skype. Skype, uh, which we're using right now, was, uh, I mean, may have been around, but the latency in the conversation wouldn't allow you to have a, a true duplex conversation where you could talk to each other. You'd be coming in at different times and just get horrible. So we had a chance to talk about all of that and then bringing it forward to today where we're currently sitting with uh, podcasting. And, and you've seen it. You actually saw it during the talk. I, I actually asked the question, and so did Matt Astafan. How many of you in the room are here to learn or are planning to create your own podcast? And... 25% of the room put their hand up. Yeah. <laughs> amazing, huh? I could, yeah, a year ago, if that question would have been asked, it would have been probably none. Maybe maybe one, but more than likely probably zero. Right. So the other thing that's happening now with podcasting, everybody's talking about podcasting. By the time I got done doing the talk, I'm sure I converted at least you know, another 25%. So I, I bet you we're up over 50% of the, that room are seriously now considering putting together their own podcast just because of all of the advantages, you know, of, uh, of having your, your own show. So one of the things that we got to do up front, or I asked the question of the audience right up at the beginning to get started is, is what are some of the advantages of having your own podcast? And yeah. you saw, we went around the room and do you, do you remember any of the answers? Um, hmm. I don't, I'm trying Put you to on the spot there. Yeah. Well, you know, essentially you get, you know, the ability to communicate one-to-one right. in this type of environment where you, you know, and I listen to the podcast too. I love listening to podcasts because you get a chance to learn from somebody who's doing something you're interested in. And, of course, uh, you can build an audience. We always talk about how important it is to build an audience and a list. Podcasting is, is a great way to do it. Yeah. We talked about things such as the phone and how mobile, you know, I asked, I asked, how many of you have a, a smartphone in your, in your pocket right now or with you? And I, I think just about everybody put their hand up yeah. because uh, you take a look at just the pure penetration of smartphones. I remember reading a, a study by a guy named Tom Webster, who was a VP of marketing for Edison Research, and he, he's talking about how the smartphone has become the new first screen. 
In other words, it's the it's screen that most people use and how that has flipped from the desktop to mobile since last year, since 2013. So here we are in 2014. Everybody essentially now has a podcast player in their pocket. They're ready to roll. Yep. And we also uh, talked about it being just a great way to get fresh, relevant in, um, new content on your site every single week. Yeah, every single week, uh, of course, that's what the affiliate buzz. Every week we get, we add a new page of content. And not only to uh, com, but also on Webmaster Radio, on Spreaker, on Blueberry, on Stitcher, on iTunes, on YouTube, every single week. So imagine if you have your own podcast and you're consistent and you do it week after week after week after week. You do it consistently for one year. That's 52 episodes published on an average of 10 different sites. You've got 520 pages of uh, not only content working for you, but also that audio is working for you. And that's the other thing we talked about is the longevity of a podcast. Uh, I've heard it so many times. People say, you know, I've gone back and I've I've listened to the last 40 episodes or I've listened to every episode since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So these, you really get an opportunity to lay down a body of work that can then work for you and on your behalf uh, forever. And I always think about this a lot. You put together a great podcast. If somebody, you know, thinking if you're thinking about putting together a podcast, just imagine this: you put together your own show, and then while you're on a vacation, or you're in Maui, or you are just relaxing, or you're working, or you're sleeping, your podcasts are playing, and you're influencing people. And you're talking about, uh, you know, you're, you're building a relationship with them. You're sharing great information with them. They're getting to know who you are, and you're building out a great audience. And I, I, some of the some of the amazing stats that uh, I've tracked down last week, uh, and which is I think it's stunning. The numbers are there's 450 million English speaking blogs on the web. Wow. Now, that's stunning, yeah? 450 stunning. million. Yet, there's only 225,000 podcasts in iTunes. So mm-hmm. if you do the math on that, you'll figure out that for every blog, so if you're thinking of starting a blog, you can pretty much guarantee you're going to have somewhere around 1,000 other blogs that you're competing with on that same topic. Sometimes more, maybe a little less, but on average, 1,000 blogs you're going to compete with which is a lot. If you're going to start a podcast, for every thousand blogs, there's only one podcast. Mm, there you go. So, and in addition, totally, it's, it's incredible. So then if you think about that, you still get the advantages of blogging because you, each week when you create your, your, your new episode, you add it to the site, and that's a blog post. So you're still getting the content. Not, but not only that, that blog post is now repurposed through iTunes, all of the directories we mentioned earlier, and then, of course, you can also share it through your social media. So there's just so many advantages to having a podcast, and I must say, it's so refreshing to finally see podcasting uh, start to uh, to really take hold. And, and I predict, you know, 2014 is the year of the podcast. We're only just getting started. And, you know, there's pretty easy to predict some things when you look at some of the stats that I've seen and some of the things that, uh, you know, take Apple, for example, and Apple kicked it off with the 
uh, pod back in 2000 and what was that 2004 I believe quickly followed it uh, a couple three years later with the iPhone which was a revolution so both of those just took off like I remember you remember when the iPods came out every every one of our kids had to have an iPod that's right. It was just, and all their friends had iPods. Everybody had an iPod. And then all of a sudden, the iPhone came out. And I remember the first iPhone I actually got to look at and touch and see in real life was at Commission Junction University down in Santa Barbara. And that was a, a revolutionary new device. Prior to that, it was flip phones and nothing compared to an iPhone. So Apple really stepped it up. Then not too long after that, uh, I guess another two or three years down the pipe, uh, came along the iPad, and we all know now tablets are becoming the dominant uh, computing uh, device. So the the big question is, uh, what's next? And I had a chance to share an article that was written on Apple's new service that's uh, already starting to take hold called CarPlay. And essentially what they've done is they've signed deals with uh, automakers, everybody from Ferrari to Honda, uh, Hyundai, Mercedes-Benz, Volvo, and Apple also says that they've got uh, future agreements to employ CarPlay uh, in your Beamer, you know, in your Chev, uh, Jaguar, Land Rover, Nissan, Subaru, and Toyota. So essentially, it's a car version of your your iPhone slash iPad slash iPod hmm. embedded or, or built and designed with Wi-Fi directly into the dashboard of your car which will give people more ability to listen to podcasts uh, because they're, uh, they're very easy to get a hold of and consume. And I don't know about uh, uh, the listeners, but I can barely even stomach listening to local radio these days. Yeah. Uh, I just literally, I, I pull up Stitcher on my phone and I find the podcast that I want to listen to. And uh, Stitcher's my preference over iTunes. I love Stitcher. Uh, and then I just hit the play button. I get to customize my listening experience. I get to if I want to, if I'm in a learning mood, I can go you know dig up some great, great podcasts on that on any subject that I'm interested in. Or if I'm just wanting to be entertained, there's just a, a, a plethora of information available to us when it comes to uh, to podcasting. And you know that's exciting. And then I had a chance to actually share your experience with the epilepsymoms.com podcast. So in your particular case, you weren't ever planning to do a podcast forever and ever. You just wanted to get uh, a certain number of episodes down. And as I explained that to, to the crowd, you actually got a round of applause. So talk, yeah. talk, talk about your, your podcast and, and you know, how that came about. So even for anybody that's thinking of doing a podcast, but you're, maybe you, you don't envision it going on forever, talk about some of the things that, that has happened as a result of your podcast. And what yeah, your podcast so, is and what it covers. Yeah, so basically I wanted my podcast to cover um, some specific topics that had worked for us for Adam's Health. So it was, it was really easy for me to pick the topics I wanted because one of them was the ketogenic diet, which was a special high-fat diet he went on. And the ketogenic diet has been around since the 1920s but had been buried by the pharmaceuticals and then kind of resurrected in the 1990s. And um, he found the diet, got Adam on the diet, and he was seizure-free almost overnight. And it was just an incredible story. And it was like a mind-blowing story because we'd struggled for so many years on the medication and tried everything we could to stop the seizures and nothing worked. All of a sudden, this diet comes along. So I wanted people to find out about this diet. So I, I first I interviewed um, 
a Hollywood movie producer, which was totally intimidating, but he, he was the one that I found the diet from. His son, Charlie, had the exact same diagnosis as Adam, Lennox-Gastaut syndrome. He had been through all the same crap we had been through. He had been through all the drugs, all the doctors, tried everything, nothing worked, and he found the diet buried on the shelves in a book in the library. He got his kid on the diet. His kid was seizure-free right away. <clears throat> and he went on a mission to, and he got on uh, Dateline NBC to try and get his story out, to tell people about the diet, and that's how we found it. So I wanted to interview him because he's the one that really got this thing going, and he started his own Charlie Foundation, and he now educates and uh, teaches hospitals all over the world to administer the diet. He teaches dietitians how this diet works and how, how these hospitals can now get the diet in their hands and get these kids, you know, using this effective treatment other than the drugs all the time. Amazing man. So I interviewed him, and then I also got to interview another mom who has a little boy, a little toddler, and we introduced her to the diet. Her, her little son went on the diet and became seizure-free, and again, it's an incredible little story because her big thing was her little guy was so wiped out by the medication, and she said for the first time she, he actually called her mom. And that was just like she'd been waiting to hear that for so long, and to have him focus and alert again enough just to talk to her and call her mom was just this major event in her life. And then I was able to interview another um, physician, family physician, who is a typical family physician, and she had her son on the ketogenic diet. So she talks about her experiences, and it kind of, uh, I don't think she expected it, and she kind of went over to the natural side a little when she found out how well this diet worked. So I did three episodes on the diet, and then I also did one with Dr. Swingle, who's in Vancouver, and he's the doctor that we found to do neurotherapy treatments on Adam. And basically he what he does is he works, with any kids with problems with their brain. So it could be epilepsy, autism, ADHD, ADD, um, any type of, of anything that affects the brain. He's an amazing man, and he has so much to share, and he has years and years of experience, and he was the, you know, the head of um, uh, psychology at, at, um, in universities in the States. For no, University years. of Ottawa. Ottawa, yeah, and then also he did work with Harvard and other things, so he's an amazing man with an amazing experience, and when we took Adam to see him, because Adam's poor little brain was just so messed up from so many years of seizures, it was incredible, the treatment that he did, neurotherapy. What he basically did is a biofeedback on the brain, got all of these little brain functions working again, and Adam started to learn to read, to write, to make decisions. Uh, his whole life changed. It was like a door opened for him after these neurotherapy treatments. So I wanted to teach people what this neurotherapy is and what it can do for you. So I just posted these podcasts on there, a couple of others as well. Uh, I did another one on overcoming guilt associated with having a child with epilepsy. A lot of parents feel major guilt. And then I did another one on being proactive in your child's school. So these were just a little series of podcasts I did. And they went out there, and they just got played over and over and over again. And the results coming back were amazing. The parents emailing me saying they'd never heard about these treatments before. They were investigating them. Some of them were able to get their kids on these treatments with really great results. 
Amazing. And, I, and of course, uh, you can hear the passion in your voice, and you can hear how important this information is to the right person. And I do know your show was downloaded, your episodes are and continuing to be downloaded. Uh, and when we switched from Drupal to WordPress three, two and a half years ago, your show had already been downloaded over a hundred, your episodes have been downloaded over a hundred thousand times. And it's, so it's incredible. So anybody that's seriously thinking about building an online business, I, I'd really encourage you to, you know, to, uh, to consider podcasting a little bit more. And I know you were freaked out and you, we, we had to convince you to do it uh, and uh, we'll, we'll be covering more of that uh, as we go through but I, I do see we are way past our break time uh, so let's uh, let's take a quick break and when we return we're going to talk about the new format for the affiliate buzz we'll do that right after the break more affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from sponsors looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Welcome to Market Square, where you'll learn about fundamental human truths and up-to-the-minute trends that shape how and why marketers and people connect. Market Square, on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. 
Yes, I'm here with Arlene, and uh, I guess, uh, Arlene, uh, you can tell we struck a chord with you when I asked you to talk about, uh, you know, Adam and his whole story, and of course, that's available at epilepsymoms.com, and it's such a great example of what can be done with audio, and we, you know, we've got about four or five minutes left here. Let's uh, just, you know, just spend another minute on it, if you would the topic of how chicken Mm -hmm. (laughs) you were to do the episode and how you talked about, I can't do my own podcast (laughs) because I know there's a lot of listeners uh, that think that, you know, maybe thinking I'd love to do it, but I I just don't have the guts. I'm, I'm, I don't want to do it. I'm scared. Mm -hmm. I was totally chicken, like big time chicken. And I, knew I had to do it, and I, and I was kind of looking at the long-term benefits of doing it, and I, was, I finally just, I spent a lot of time the first few episodes really preparing and over-preparing my notes, making sure I had everything in place, and then the very first episode, I, I, epi- I interviewed Laura, who is the executive director of the Epilepsy Society, because I knew her, and I felt comfortable talking to her. So it kind of broke the ice for me. But after the first one was done, and then just knowing that it can be edited, so if you stumble or say ums or ahs or whatever, it can all be edited out and make it sound really good. And I was comfortable doing it, and we got it done. And then I thought, well, geez, you know what? That wasn't that hard at all. It's actually pretty easy. And if you're disorganized, have your guests organized, it's actually pretty super simple to do them. And not and I think that most people feel like after they did the first one, they say that wasn't so bad, and they actually want to do another one. I do know so many students uh, have health-related websites and are passionate about diet and health and fitness. Uh, you know, everything from gluten-free to weight loss and everything in between, and then all of the other kinds of causes and things that uh, are available uh, that they know so much about and they're looking for ways to share it. So I just, again, I encourage you to uh, to consider a podcast. And before we just move on, a couple more minutes left here, just, a, just an announcement that we are planning on hosting our own podcasting course, uh, probably in early September. We haven't set a date for it yet, but just a little heads up that if you're, if you're thinking about it and we've intrigued you, let us plant the seed that maybe we could help you get off uh, on the right foot here and get a podcast working for you so that you can share your information with uh, your following and your listeners and your, uh, your, your audience, and you can use podcasting to, uh, to grow it out. Now, let's, uh, we were going to talk about a little bit about the new format for the show. Uh, of course, we've been, we've been working on it uh, for a while now. This is the third episode where we've gone 60 minutes. And we do plan on uh, keeping it up and around the 60-minute mark. Uh, I would love your feedback on that, though, if you'd like to, uh, to pop off an email to Arlene on what you think of the new format. You can send that to helpdesk at jamesmartell.com. I'd love to hear uh, what you think. But what we're planning on doing uh, is digging deeply deeply into what's working today in affiliate marketing. So there's going to be a lot more interviews with top, top, top affiliates and some of the top industry thought leaders in this space. The business uh, is more complex than ever. Uh, There's more ways to earn revenue than ever. And I thought it would be great to get some more 
uh, you know, experts on to the show who can share their topics. Uh, I do know last week we interviewed Joel Com at joelcom.com, and you'll find his episode, of course, on webmasterradio.fm. Be sure to uh, check it out. Uh, you'll also find it over on jamesmartell.com as well, uh, iTunes, Spreaker, and the like. Uh, we've got other interviews coming up. Uh, Jen Goody from J Good Designs, and she's, uh, if you go check out her website, which is J Good with an E on the end, jgooddesigns.com, you'll see uh, she's got a very interesting story on the way she's monetized the, uh, her site in the affiliate space. And then Jim Kukrell.com, uh, he's coming up as well. And uh, he's just made an amazing, uh, or is an amazing example of writing books in the affiliate marketing space uh, to generate uh, revenue and exposure for himself. So there's that. We're going to be having uh, more reviews on tools and resources, uh, reviews. Uh, we're going to be doing a speed round and just all kinds of things. So I'm looking forward to uh, unrolling that uh, over the coming uh, weeks, months, and, uh, and years. And if you'd like to be alerted to uh, new episodes each week, I invite you to subscribe to the Affiliate Buzz. I've included all of your subscription options at jamesmartell.com forward slash subscribe. Arlene, I can see we are out of time, so thanks again. And to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.